0: The name of God for this special opportunity we have to be blessed this evening again. This is your favorite program, Kingdom Life, coming to you from your inspirational station, echo 89.7 FM. This program comes up from 8:05 to 8:35 every Sunday evening. I'm Jumi Adetuish Lagunju, the minister on this program. I'm not alone in the studio tonight. I have with me my co-presenters. They are Sister Onyida Mola and Sister Oluwafamilayo. Sister Onyida Mola, you are welcome to the program tonight.
1: Good evening, listener.
0: Thank you very much. Onyida Mola is a teenager. She's 13 years old, and she is uh, so happy to say good evening, listener. Couple of months ago, she used to say good evening, listener. Good evening, fellow children. My dear listener, out there, what will employ you. Please, draw the attention of your children, no matter how young they are, how little they are. Please, draw their attention, and as they are growing up, they will continue to step into the right spot that will guarantee the success of everything they do, that will guarantee their future, being on the right path from this early stage in life. So, Yinda Amula, thank you very much, and congratulations for moving to the teenage level, teenage stage. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you very much. So, my dear listener out there, I know you are going to be mightily blessed beyond your expectation. And if you have your siblings outside the country or wherever they are, they can log on to the website of a CoFM as well. And if they are in another state of the Federation within the reach of a CoFM, please pick your answer, call them to tune in. As you do so, Great will be your testimonies as you continue to be channels of blessings to others in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm so happy for that for drawing the attention of others uh, as well. Uh, with me also is Sister Lua Familiyo. You are welcome to the program tonight. Good evening, listener. Thank you very much, my dear listener out there. In the last few episodes, we're looking at series of messages on following the Redeemer's footsteps, and in uh, one of the episodes, in fact, the previous one, we look at a very vital aspect of these following redeemers are full steps which has to do with love. The meaning of the word love was discussed extensively and a lot of people what comes to mind when they hear the word love they just attribute same meaning to everything the bible is referring to. Whereas what is said most of the time in the scripture about Love your neighbor as yourself. Do this, do that. One, it's an integral part of the bigger word love that a lot of people allude to to. But the word "love your neighbor as yourself" that is indicated there, as we look at in the book of Levitical chapter nineteen, points to the fact that you should not be indifferent to the plight of people around you. I should not be indifferent to the plight of people around me or to the plight of things in my neighbourhood. There we explain how even our reaction or inaction affect a lot of things that has to do with kingdom living. Also we gave the example of even the way animals are to be treated and we went into the aspect of how these need to be inculcated in the children, they need to be brought up well ahead of time so that they will be able to connect to this. and we brought that one into so how this affects the leadership in us, the leadership in you and I? For the every person that grows up that understand these basic principles in the scripture, in the word of God, on love your neighbor as yourself, do not be indifferent to the plight of people around you. It makes us to be very considerate, to be compassionate, and less self-centered. And uh, there we also explain a little bit about leadership. For the benefit of those who have not been part of this program, we pointed out that leadership is not position. It's not about the person that is occupying a position in an office in Abuja or in Ikeja or anywhere, the state capital or one head office out there. Leadership is not position. Leadership is the influence you have on others, irrespective of who they are or where they are. It is what you do that make you and I, what you and I do that make us to be people-focused. People that have charisma are said to be people-focused, not just they are said, they are people-focused. But charisma is not enough because charisma can only open the door for you, but, but character is what will keep you there. So there we explain that looking at all these part of the scripture on love your neighbor as yourself, there you start seeing the right character how you are considerate, how how compassionate you are, and how you abstain from all those acts of indifference, which is very uh, common in some parts of the world, where all these scriptural principles are not made to be way of life. And there we also pointed out that leadership is about whatever you do, the kind of impression or footprint you leave in every area you come across people. So leadership goes with charisma and the ideal, character the leadership trait is taught in the bible in the scripture as what every child needs to learn and develop from childhood so that's why when god was giving the instruction and pointed out in the book of deuteronomy as well that all this should be taught early enough to the children what you do how you relate and how you pay attention even to those inanimate objects around you at the end of the day wherever you and i find ourselves we should be able to exhibit the right leadership trait in how well we feel for people around us. So all these complaints people give that well I see the problem we have in the country is just leadership and we start looking and pointing accusing finger at somebody. No, the leadership is in you, is in me within my own sphere of influence. How well am I able to make impact or influence things around me? And that where a child, the average kid, is devoid of this in the upbringing, definitely you can't give what you don't have at the older age is going to be a big challenge. So that is why we need to put all these godly values in place right from the early stage, a child is being born. And on this program, we retreat every time, imploring parents, please, all these basic teaching, as we invite children to be part of it, translate it to the simple things those children can easily relate with, and gradually they will grow up with it and it becomes a way of life for them. A nation that does not have all these things being put in place will not have the pull from where the right leaders can be drawn from. This is the situation of many places in the world where such leadership gap is experienced. Many establishments or organizations, I mean companies, they realize this early enough and they put organizational values in place. They introduce it to their new employees to IAS so that they will be able to connect to the vision and the mission of the organization and how they will be able to achieve the set goals and things that need to be done. So my dear listeners there, when we are following our Redeemer's footsteps, we are looking at all these teachings. It's not about religion, it's about all the things you do, all the things I do and how it translates into touching people's life, into making things. To be done right in whatever we do. So my dear listener, God is reminding you and I tonight on the essential things we need to do and how to get things right in our life by following our Redeemer's footsteps. Tonight we are looking at a very key, a very vital part in under that series and which is the aspect of giving and receiving as instructed by God in the scripture. When you hear the word giving, I'm sure what will come to mind of the average person is about tithes, is about somebody trying to think of how to make money quickly in the name of religion or denomination the mere fact that this is being abused in so many quarters does not make the word of god to be invalid does not invalidate the word of god instruction in scripture so tonight we are looking at what our lord jesus christ says about this aspect of giving about the aspect of reaching out and how we were able to touch life i want to plead with you please do not allow any denominational bias or any religious bias to hinder you from receiving the truth as contained in the word of God. In the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verse 23, we want to have a look at it, what our Lord Jesus Christ said in the area of the tithe of tithe, pain tithe, and also we look at another aspect, another example in the book of Mark, chapter 12, somebody that went out to give so when we're looking at the aspect of giving and receiving we're not just focusing on tithe alone we are looking at even the aspect of the giving in the temple in the synagogue among the children of god and now it translates to what god wants you and I to have and what we need to give unto others let's look at this first in the book of matthew chapter 23 verse 23 what to
1: you scribes and pharisees hypocrites For you paid tithes of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. This you ought to have done without leaving the others undone.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It says, look, our Lord Jesus Christ was not condemning the paying of the tithe, was not condemning it. He just used it to retreat to them. He said, look, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, for you pay tithe of meat, anise, and cumin, and that means you do every little every little cent or nickel that come that, that comes their way. They will make sure they tithe it. Even the smallest of product, as tiny as a uh, Gary, grains of Gary, they could even go ahead and divide it into ten and pay a tithe on it. And Lord Jesus has said, much as this is good for you to do, you have neglected the wittier matters of the law, justice, mercy, compassion, and faith. This you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. So my dear listener out there, and Lord Jesus Christ confirmed something. In the area of giving, in the area of tithing, he did not condemn it. He said, look, you Pharisees, your emphasis was so much on the tithe, And what you need to do just because of your own personal gain, without looking at the aspect of what is even God looking at in terms of the weightier matter, and which is what we have been looking at under the message of love your neighbor as yourself. That that is, do not be indifferent to the plight of others. Within that aspect of being indifferent to the plight of others is where giving comes in. We are going to connect them together as we continue in this message. We are also going to look at a place in the book of Mark, I mean, beg your pardon in the book of Luke chapter twenty-one. There we have the story that was narrated there by Lord Jesus Christ, pointing the attention of people to what really lay upon the temple. The scripture is presenting it to us as a story, but it's a real life event that happened there. When the Mola continued reading, please.
1: While Jesus was in the temple, he watched the rich people dropping their gifts in the collection box. Then a poor widow came by and dropped in two small coins. I tell you the truth jesus said this poor widow has given more than all the rest of them for they have given a tiny part of their surplus but she poor as she is has given everything she has
0: thank you we are told here about the widow that came to contribute in the temple and gave everything that she had I want to explain that aspect, then I will connect it to the aspect of the tithe. Now before I go ahead into that, there's a place in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse twenty four, which I also want to point out that I will be able to draw and explain how all these are connected together. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty four. No one can
1: serve two masters, for either you will hate the one and love the other or else it will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot
0: serve God and mammon. Thank you. Now, our Lord Jesus, who was pointing to the people in the area of giving, will be able to get a full part of that story in the book. That's in book of Matthew chapter 6 from verse 19, where he explained about the ideal place to lay your treasure, where you and I, Supposed to lay our treasure. And there it says we should avoid greed. We should avoid distrust. And focus on the heavenly storage where we will be able to lay our treasure. And that verse, verse 24, now pointed out the comparison between serving God and mammon. It says you cannot serve God and mammon. Don't worship the idol of money. That is the God of riches. Known for pride, for showing off competition to prove a point out of greed that they are the ones that have this and that was something that is peculiar with the people that were worshipping mammon those days because mammon happened to be the goddess of, of riches and those people who worship it all they care about is How they get their money, how they get their riches, irrespective of who is affected, who is hurt, who is killed, who is destroyed. All they want to show is at the end of the day for them to be able to prove a point that they are rich. It's about pride of life. It's about greed. And that's what they were busy doing. Unlike when you have your riches in God, whatever you own, You all give the glory to God, you bring it back to God to use it for his glory by blessing others. That's the difference. So that was what our Lord Jesus was drawing out there, that you cannot serve God and mammon. Under worshipping of God, whatever you have, whatever possession you have, you bring it back to God and you say, God, you gave me this, it's for your glory. What do I use it for? And that is the aspect of where the okay, in honor and reference to the commandment of God, there's a tent you wear mark. And when you bring it back to God, what is useful will get there shortly. And there's another aspect that you cannot do without, without it. Before you come to the presence of God, you must bring it offering that was what the widow did there's a box they keep at the entrance before you come into the temple that's the z-car box people drop it there as they are dropping it in their mind they will be whispering god i want you to do this for for me they say in their mind what they are believing god to do for whatever they drop in the z-car box they use it to take care of the underprivileged in the society those they are believe those that are believing god for provision no one is exempted from giving. Even the so-called poor people, those who try themselves to be poor, you are expected to still bring something to the presence of God that will be used to take care of people that are having needs in their life as well. That was why the widow, as read there by Unida Mola, the widow there brought to the temple and gave everything she had. And our Lord Jesus Christ pointed out that the rich people gave out of their abundance, but the poor widow gave all she had. It wasn't, our Lord was not condemning the rich people for not dropping everything they had. It was just pointing out that much as most of you do, and you think you have done so much. Here is a woman, has no husband, and the little she had, she gave all. What do they use it for? They use all those things, whatever they have, they use it to touch the life of others in the society. So our Lord Jesus was pointing to them and saying, look, these have come to fulfill, not to destroy the law. No one is exempted from it. Whatever you have, no matter how little it is, come to the presence of God with it and it will be used to bless and touch the life of others. Now, how do we get to the aspect of the tithe? In the aspect of the tithe, a lot of confusion. A lot of things have been muddled up, and people have given names that are not that of God to our Heavenly Father. Our Heavenly Father will never punish anybody or allow any evil to befall anyone for not paying tithe. It will not allow calamity to happen to you or your car to have an accident. It is not in the Bible. God will never allow such a thing to happen to you. But it is an express command in the scripture that when you do it, that Lord will bless you mightily. You will open the windows of heaven for you to be blessed. I badge if you don't do it? You deprive yourself of those extra blessings that you could have. But that doesn't mean God will not bless you. A lot of people will say because of that evil thing will will happen and they will now point it to, to it that uh, uh, the devourer will come upon you and whatever and they will quote the book of malachi chapter 3 and point from verse 8 or to the end or wherever they want to quote it to verse 10 and they will say because of that one the devourer will come no god did not put a curse upon anyone in the issue of the tithe god was pu- putting the curse upon the priests the pastors that were using it for the wrong thing diverting it instead of making the house of god to be a storehouse where food and things will be available for those who are in need those that do not have what they were doing at that time was all those priests were using it to enrich themselves they were diverting it for their own personal usage and because of that one a lot of people were losing faith in in, in the whole process and God said right from the book of Malachi chapter 1 if you have your bible there you can check on your own, you mark it Malachi chapter 1 you read from verse 6 up to the end God said oh ye priests and if you look at chapter 2 the same thing in the book of chapter chapter 2 God said oh ye priests because well, you are the one that are defrauding you are telling people the wrong thing.' so God put a curse on the priests that was stealing money, just like what is happening in so many organizations today, so many institutions, religious settings, where the tithes that are supposed to be used in taking care of the essential things in the community among the church community to help the people, to help those who are having challenges. People are now using it for personal gain to build personal wealth. This is against the will of God. If there is any curse at all, the curse is upon such pastor, upon such priests that are using money that is meant to be used for something that will glorify the name of God for their own personal gain. But tonight is not message about, about about that per se. It's about giving and receiving as given by Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why it connect to the area of the widow's mouth as well. The widow brought what she had with reference to god as in look god i've brought this to you so our lord jesus christ said look our own treasure should not be be as if like like what the mammon's do who have those things for their own personal gain bring it to reference god bring it for the glory oh you have opened a place thank you very much let's look at this just for clarity in the book of deuteronomy chapter 26 what god said the tithe should be used for and verse 17 to 19 retreat the blessing thereof continue in place from verse
1: 12 when you have finished laying aside all the tithes of your increase in the third year the year of tithing and have given to the Levites, the stranger the fatherless and the widow so that they may eat within your gates and be filled then you shall say before the lord your god i have removed the holy tithe from my house, and also I have given them to the Levites, the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, according to all your
0: commandments which you have commanded me. Thank you very much. My dear listener, did you even get the message there? What God said the tithe is meant for. What is supposed to be meant for? And that passage said, I have not transgressed your law. Continue reading from verse 17, so that you will see what God said about giving and receiving, in line with what our Lord Jesus Christ has retreated when he was speaking to the to the Pharisees out there. Continue reading, please.
1: Today you have proclaimed the Lord to be your God, and that you will walk in his ways and keep his status, his commandments, and his judgments, and that you will obey his voice. Also, today. The Lord has proclaimed you to be His special people, just as He promised you that you should keep all His commandments.
0: Verse 19 and that it will set you high above all nations. Hallelujah. My dear listener, are you hearing that? You will still continue to listen. Look, when you have done all this one, it will set you high above all nations. Whatever you are believing God for, the Lord is saying it will lift you up. Not because uh, because uh, I've done special, you bury something under your shop. No. What the Lord is saying, when you reference me, there are blessings coming for you. So Christ said, "I've not come to annul the law, but to fulfill Continue reading.
1: It will set you high above all nations, which He has made in praise, in name, and in honor.
0: Have we gotten that? I said, in praise, in name, and in honor. Tonight is not a night to uh, uh, I mean, to analyze that one, but for you to connect to it. That every aspect of what you are believing God for, the riches, for you to receive such accolade in terms of honor. And in terms of upliftment, even your well being, continue reading,
1: and that you may be a holy people to the Lord your God, just as He has spoken. Thank
0: you very much, my dear listener. Out there, you have seen the aspect of what, what, where our Lord Jesus Christ pointed out to the priests and the Pharisees, and now he retreated that look, this you ought to have done without leaving the other part undone so my dear listener that i want to plead with you we won't be able to conclude tonight but be part of this uh, episode i mean be, be part of this program in the next episode when we continue with following um a uh, 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 redeemer's footstep. But, but if you are believing god for divine blessing out there you are believing god for divine intervention in your in, in your situation that lord is saying reference me whatever you are there in the book of matthew chapter 6 Verse 33, he say, seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every principle that has to do with the word of God, seek forth and then the righteousness, which is the aspect of giving. Be part of this program next week Sunday. They will be able to, I mean, to analyze in detail all these aspects. There is blessings. There are great reward when you are giving to God the right way and you are meeting the needs of people in your neighborhood according to the word of God as you do so the Lord will miraculously surprise you surprise you in whatever you are believing God, believing for and if it's in the area of earth the Lord is saying it will give you a total package honest, perfect earth. And you'll be saved in whatever you are doing in jesus name amen. god loves you he cares for you my dear listener out there something comes first and that is for you to have that relationship with our lord jesus christ it's not just for you to be bringing ill-gotten money stolen money and say you have come to give to god he wants your own life he wants you to live a life that's pleasing to him and as you give your life to him he's going to bless you beyond your expectation and you will have blessings here on earth and eternity will be sure for you
1: amen you can link us on our email address, kingdomlifefamily at yahoo.com, or through our producer, Taiwo Omoshile, Eko 89.7 FM, Latif way. Agidingbi Ikeja. A sound engineer on this program has been Sonayan Joseph remain blessed.
0: Thank you very much. My dear listener, dear God loves you. He cares for you. I want to plead with you. Be part of this program next week Sunday by 8.05. As we always say on this program, let others see Christ in you in the way you relate, in the way you do your business. And remember one thing. Obedience to the law of the land is obedience to the word of God. I'm Jumi Adetri Sholagunju. Be part of this program next week Sunday by 8.05. Remember blessed. Righteousness Peace And joy